as we gather in the house of God this morning. Let our mind be freed of any kind of burden or problem, anything that is causing us right now to not be able to fully saturate the word of God and the love and the blessings that it will bring. We ask you to do that now. Clear our minds, clear our heart, clear our spirits so that we can be fully immersed in your spirit by way of your word as Elder Whitley brings forth the message this morning to bless us. We love you, Jesus, and we thank you for it. Let us thank the Lord Jesus Christ for this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Good morning and welcome to this service. Please be seated for just a moment. I'm going to ask the praise and worship team to take their positions. And they are going to bless us with a song. It won't be a sing-along. They will be performing a song entitled, Thank You, Lord. And that's what we want to always do. No matter what situation we're in, whether it be a blessing or whether we think it's a curse, we understand that our God is in control of all things. And there will be times when we don't really understand what's going on. And, and, and it may take a while for us to get to understand it. But listen, we will. Because that's the kind of God that we have. So at the moment, if you're going through something you're kind of confused about, lo and behold, you know that's God. And the reason why is because his mind is higher than ours. His thoughts and his ways are higher than ours. So of course, we don't always understand what God is doing. Amen? But just know this, when you listen to the song, no matter what we're going through, at the end, we will be saying, thank you, Lord. Because everything we go through always leads to a blessing. You are the way, the truth, 
alive. And so I thank you, Lord, for hearing my prayer and giving me all that I need. I will try my best and do all I can because I know understand you have blessed my life and helped me through all of the times when I needed you I can imagine and still deny you are the way the truth and the life and so I thank Saving my life, I promise I'll praise your name. For you held me up when I couldn't stand. Jesus, now I understand. Hey, hey, Jesus, now I understand. Yes, Jesus, I understand. Let's rise as the praise and worship song invites Elder Fred Pan to join us and lead us in praise. Our God is an awesome God. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Everybody shout hallelujah. Praise the Lord. If you believe our God is an awesome God, say amen. Praise God. So you just putting on a rib. God is an awesome God. Where there's thunder in his footsteps and lightning in his face. God is an awesome God. Where the Lord wasn't joking when he kicked him out of Eden. It wasn't for no reason he shed his blood. His return is very close, and yes, you better believe in that our God is an awesome God. Let us sing. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome Oh, sing it again, church. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome God. That's right. Well, in the void of the night, in the starless sky, our God is an awesome God. He spoke into the darkness and created the light. Our God is an awesome God. 
For the judgment in wrath He poured out on Sodom The mercy and the grace He gave us at the cross I hope that we have not too quickly forgotten That our God is an awesome Church, let me hear it. Come on, say it Our God is an awesome God He reigns from heaven above with wisdom, power, and love. Raise your voices out to our Lord. Come on, sing it. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome God. Keep singing. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns. From heaven above with wisdom, power, and love, our God is an awesome God. Our God, our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom, power, and love, our God is an awesome God. Our God is an awesome God. Say it again. Our God is an awesome God. Glory, hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Father. You deserve the glory. You deserve the glory. And the honor. Lord, we lift our hands and worship. We lift your mighty name. You deserve the glory. And the honor. Lord, we lift our hands and worship. Lift your mighty name. For you are Heavenly Father, as we are gathered in the house of God, we come together as one people eager to hear your word, that your word may become flesh in us, that your word will not only bless us, but that we can take this word out to bless others as you would have us do. So have your way in this service today. Bless the messenger for this morning that we can continue to grow because we need your word and your word alone to make it through the times of these last days. And we know, Father, you are with us. And so we want to thank you as we enter into this service with love and praise unto you, all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we say, Amen and Amen. You deserve the glory, you deserve the glory and the honor. And the honor. Lord, we lift our hands. Lift your mighty name, you deserve the glory, and the honor, Lord we lift our hands and worship, 
Thank you, praise and worship team. Let's show them our appreciation for getting us into the spirit and ready for the word of God. We have just one hour a week. That's all we spend here in the Hawaii Fellowship. Out of our very busy schedule, if you think about it, the word of God teaches us that we need to stay in tune with God all day, every day, to the point where even when we're sleeping. Amen? But yet, we spend one hour a week, Sunday morning, with God. So you've heard the phrase, quantity over quality. Let's have a quality time in church every Sunday and this morning. As I introduce to you the messenger for this morning, Elder Raymond Whitley. Praise, glory, and honor to our Lord Jesus Christ that he has certainly allowed us to, again, come together here in the Hawaii Fellowship of the Universal World Church and not only have fellowship with one another, but have fellowship with our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. amen. Praise the Lord God Almighty. Because he is here, amen, amen. here before his magnificent golden altar, his sevenfold Holy Spirit filling this place with this power and might. Thank you, Reverend Rena, for allowing me to speak this morning. Elders, Elder Dean, beautiful song. Truly anointed, praise God. I wasn't expecting that, truly blessed us. And to the Hawaii Fellowship Praise and Worship Team, truly anointed musicians and singers. Praise the Lord God Almighty for your mighty music ministry here in the Hawaii Fellowship of the Universal World Church to allow us to get into the spirit. Are we in the spirit this morning? Can you feel the spirit this morning? Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Nothing like it in the world. Nothing like the sevenfold Holy Spirit anywhere else in the world, but in God's golden candlestick church and churches. Praise the Lord. And Reverend Anna, we did not speak this week, but your saying on the wall is awesome. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you 
and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. Powerful, because that coincides with my message this morning. Because this morning I want to read to you out of the book of Ephesians, and particularly out of chapter 1. And this is your reading assignment for this week, to read Ephesians chapter 1. And not only read Ephesians chapter 1, read through the entire book, 1 through 6. And um, if you, it's hard for you to sit down and have time to incorporate, you know, each chapter at, at once, there's also Bible apps online that you can download and you can listen to. And you can hear the word of God as, you know, you take your time out with the Lord or whether you're in the road or at home. And it's awesome. It's inspiring. And believe me, you accomplish more than what you thought you would be able to, um, just listening. And, you know, as far as progressing in the word of God and reading the word of God. And then also, you know, the awesome thing about it is, you know, just get you in the spirit and it teaches us. You can also get it in different translations of the Bible, not only in the King James Version. For clarity, you can always go to the Amplified Version. There's different versions of, of the Bible. This morning, I'm going to read to you from out of the New English Translation just to give clarity of the, of the word. And uh, I like to begin at chapter 1, beginning at verse 1, and we'll be reading the whole chapter again. And um, it reads, and this is a letter from, uh, from Paul to the Ephesians. For Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God to the saints in Ephesus, the faithful in Christ, grace and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed is the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing. Key word, spiritual blessing, every. In the heavenly realms in Christ. And now, you remember this now, you know, Paul, the Ephesians are here on earth. They're alive. They're living. Continuing on, verse 4. He chose us before the foundations of the world that we should be holy and blameless before him in love. He did this by predestinating us to the adoption as his legal heirs. Through Jesus Christ, according to the pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace. And he has freely bestowed on us his dearly loved son. In him we have redemption through his blood. Praise God. The forgiveness of our sins, according to the riches of his grace, that he has lavished on us in all wisdom and insight. He did this when he revealed to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure that he set forth in Christ. Verse 10, toward the administration of the fullness of times to head up all things in Christ, the things in heaven and the things on earth. In Christ, we too have been claimed as God's own possession. And since we were predestined according to the purpose of him who accomplishes all things according to the counsel of his will. Verse 12, so that we who were the first to set our hope on Christ would be to the praise of his glory. And when you heard the word of truth, 
the gospel of your salvation. When you believed in Christ, you were marked with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit, who is the down payment of our inheritance until the redemption of God's own possession to the praise of his glory, praise God. Let me just take a moment and reflect back to what I just read to you here in Ephesians. Verse 3 said, Blessed is the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms in Christ. How can you do that? We're just here on earth. But with Christ being in us, and we having the salvation of Christ and being saved by the blood of Christ, we walk in the heavenly realms of Christ. We have become a possession of God. God has already given us every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms, as we just read here. In the heavenly realms in Christ. And if you proclaim Christ in your life and follow after Christ, Jesus, you walk where Jesus is in his presence. And especially when we enter into this church. And become and come before his magnificent golden altar and are in the presence of his golden altar. We are in his presence. And when we are in that presence, we take that presence with us out of these doors. And that presence doesn't leave us. It's always with us until we, we return back here again. And then as long as we're in his word. And as, we, and as, we, as long as we walk in his word. And walk in the anointing that we always receive here at the, at the golden altar that we are so blessed with. We walk in the heavenly realms with Christ. And Christ is with us. And then in verse 4, he chose us before the foundations of the world. Not when we were born and we were raised and then we became saved and then okay. No. God knew us. He knew that we were going to be his children here on earth. He knew that we would, before the foundations of the world, in verse 4 says, that we should be holy and blameless before him in love. Having that love. Nothing but having the love of God. He did this by predestinating. And predestinating means that all events have been willed by God. Our lives have been willed by God. We're not here just by chance. We are willed by God to be here. And continuing on in verse 5. He did this by predestinating us to the adoption as his legal heirs. That we have a legal right to be an heir of God through Jesus Christ. According to the pleasure of his will. He is so happy. He is so excited to have us as heirs of Christ. To the praise of the glory of his grace, as he has freely bestowed upon us in his dearly loved son. And in verse 7, in him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our offenses according to the riches of his grace. Verse 8 even says that Christ lavished us with all wisdom and insight. Because when you get wisdom, you get knowledge, comes knowledge. Amen? Amen. And he, that's what he has proven to us here in this church, 
that not only has he filled us with wisdom, but he has given us knowledge and insight. Lavish means to bestow something in generous or extravagant quantities. He's pouring out. He's laving, he's laving us with his wisdom. And then insight means the power or act of seeing into a situation. The act or result of apprehending the inner nature of things or of seeing intuitively. Do you know what intu intuitively means? Having the ability to know or understand things without proof or evidence. It's because it's within you. That's Christ working in you. That's the seven Holy Spirit within you giving you this knowledge, bringing forth this knowledge. It means instinctively, to be instinctive, just knowing it's instinctive, just like as we breathe. It's instinctive. Automatic, it's automatic. It's instantaneously apprehended. It's visceral or relating to deep inward feelings rather than to just intellect, rather than just trying to reason why you think things are happening. Remember, God is way above us. His mind is way above our mind. To comprehend the mind of God is infallible. But just to know that God has given us this insight, just to know that feeling inwardly, knowing that this is the right thing, that this is the right word of God, this is the right place to be at where the presence of God is. And then in verse 9, it reads, He did this when he revealed to us the mystery of his will. According to his good pleasure that he set forth in Christ toward the administration of the fullness of the times to head up all things in Christ, the things in heaven and the things on earth. He's revealing to us his mystery that's according to his administration for the fullness of these times. He's showing in us these, these things. He's giving us not only the wisdom, he's giving us the insight that we may understand the mystery of his will. Praise the Lord. Amen. The ministry of his, the administration of his fullness. In verse 11, in Christ, we too have been claimed as God's own possession. Oh, that's a beautiful thought, you know, just to, just to rest on and, to, and just to know that God has claimed us as his own possession. Since we were predestined according to the purpose of him who accomplishes all things according to the counsel of his will. It's not just one race. It's not just one religion. The Lord Jesus Christ has one faith, and that is of God. One belief, and that is of God. And it's that, it is, it is his, according to his counsel of his will that we come together and we accomplish these things for his divine purpose. And we are Christ, we are God's possession. Don't let anyone or anything ever tell you anything different. No one can ever change that. If you have possession of something, you own it. Or, or have your hands on it. Golden Candlestick Christian, God has his hands on you, church. He has his hands on this church. And he will never let us go. And in verse 13, 
when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, when you believed in Christ, you were marked with the seal of the promise of the Holy Spirit. Who is the down payment, our inheritance, until the redemption of God's own possession? You mean to say that we don't have to die to receive our inheritance? Yes, I'm telling you, don't have to die to receive your inheritance. That we already have it right now, according to Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 14. Praise the Lord. That's awesome. We should be rejoicing. We should be praising. And even more so, loving God even more so. That God, that when we believed in Christ, we were marked with the seal of the promise of the Holy Spirit. God sealed us with the promise of the Holy Spirit. That's resurrection spirit. That's the sevenfold Holy Spirit that you feel in this place. Praise the Lord. And we feel it all the time when we are inspired by God, by his sevenfold Holy Spirit. That's his promise. That's the down payment. God said, here, I'm going to give you a down payment of things to come. And this is my Holy Spirit. Receive it. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Until the redemption of God's own possession, until God comes. Praise the Lord. Here in Ephesians, Paul is, says the promise of the Holy Spirit is our down payment of our inheritance. In other words, our inheritance is now. It's not later. Not in some future millennium or some far after life. It's right now. Continuing on in, in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 15. For, the reason, for this reason, because I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, Paul speaking, and your love for all saints, I do not cease to give thanks for you. When I remember you in my prayers, I pray the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, will give you spiritual wisdom. Again, Paul's mentioning spiritual wisdom. And revelation in your growing knowledge of him, of Christ. Here Paul is saying that Christ will give us spiritual wisdom and revelation on our growing knowledge of Christ Jesus in this current day and time. Again, not in some far off millennium to come. Praise the Lord. And we are, we are learning that each and every Sunday when Reverend Rena brings forth her messages. God is revealing more and more to us. It may be repeated at times, but being humans... Repetition is our best, best teacher, amen? Continuing on in verse 18. Since the eyes of your heart have been enlightened, so you can now know what is the hope of his calling, what is the wealth of his glorious inheritance in the saints, and what is the incomparable greatness of his power, us who believe, as displayed in the exercise of his immense strength. This power he exercised in Christ when he raised him from the dead, seated above all and every rule, seated at his right hand in the heavenly realms, over every power and authority and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. What is the one to come? The kingdom of God here on earth. God has graciously not only poured out 
what is the wealth of the glorious days of the inheritance of the, of, of the saints, but what is the incomparable greatness of his power? That is the sevenfold Holy Spirit that we have right now. That's resurrection spirit, that same spirit that raised Jesus out of the grave and into everlasting life. Continuing on in verse 22, and God put all things under Christ's feet and gave him to the church as head over all things. Verse 23, now the church is his body. We are his body, Revelation Church. There's no separation. There's no different part of the body of Christ. We're all fitly formed together in Christ. Verse 23 again says, now the church is his body. The fullness of him who fills all in, in all. Golden Calcite Christians, Revelation Church, can we just skip the anointing this morning and just throw our faces to the floor and just worship God for, the, for what's written here in Ephesians? God is explaining, Paul had explained everything that God has in store for us, that we've been predestined, that he has given us the, the, the fullness of his wisdom here in the church, that we are God's possession. He is doing so many great things for us here in church and for us personally, praise the Lord. Here in Ephesians, we're learning that of God's choices for us, his will for each and every one of us, that our place is in his eternal plan. A golden candlestick to Christmas. Our place, not just the elders' place, not just the McKessick kingdom, uh, kingdom priest place, not just the golden candlestick Christians, but the whole body of Christ coming together. That, and where our position is with Christ. Where our new origin is with Christ. Our new beginning. Where God's power is within you and us together in the body of Christ. And the miss, what is the mystery of the gospel? Revealing to us right now, right before our very eyes. Who we are is because we walk in the heavenly realms with Christ in our life here on earth. What is more to say but to come to realization of who we are in the Lord Jesus Christ and what God's plans are for us. God has set us apart from the worldly thought processes and has lavished us in all wisdom and insight from above. Not earthly wisdom, not earthly insight, but heavenly wisdom, heavenly insight from above. That's deep golden calendar Christians. It's game over. Paul said, it's here, said it all here in Ephesians chapter 1. There's no debating or questioning who we are in the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. We are a blessed people, Golden Calendar Christians. Truly blessed. So when you come to the Golden Altar this morning, know who you are in Christ Jesus. When you depart from out of these doors, know who you are in Christ Jesus. Proclaim your inheritance right now in Christ Jesus. The things of this world, the circumstances, the situations, the chaos that is going on around you and in the world does not have nothing over you and those that are in Christ Jesus. Amen and praise the Lord.